0: we are back welcome back to but make it hallmark you're still here with me patty and Michael co-host chingai as we count down the craziest movies from countdown to christmas and miracles of christmas from hallmark channel and hallmark movies and mysteries chingai mm-hmm. merry christmas how merry are you christmas. <laughs> i'm I'm okay I I'm seeing all the
1: Thanksgiving festivities I mean obviously we don't celebrate that over here but it's all over my timeline mm. I am bracing myself for the eight movies that oh my god we're gonna watch um but this this week Shit. feels like they didn't really think about it too much because they were thinking too much about the Thanksgiving stuff
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean I guess there's nothing else to do but jump into it.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let me begin with Navigating Christmas, starring Chelsea Hobbs and Stephen Hussar. Recently divorced Melanie and her son Jason visit a remote island for Christmas, only to find themselves running a real working lighthouse where she connects with the curt but cute owner. I have this very uh, strange relationship with... Strange parasocial relationship with Steven Hussar where <laughs> I'm kind of confused about him because like, I remember the first movie I watched of his, which was a Patty recommendation. I don't remember what that movie was, but I'm like, Patty, what is this? His Holiday like for
0: Heroes. Okay.
1: <laughs> where he played a veteran, of yes. course. And I just think like, he he looks dead in the eyes, and that's where he got the moniker "Dead Eyes." Shows up in Chesapeake Shores, and I'm like, okay, ExCon. He's strange. And suddenly, I see him in the previews, and oh my god, he got a buzz cut. <laughs> Before Harry Styles shaved mm-hmm. his head, Steven Azar say. did it first. Yeah, and, and I don't know, something about this new haircut just, like, gripped me and I was like, super looking forward to navigating Christmas because he seemed he seemed alive in the eyes. <laughs> <ice. laughs> uh, I mean, who doesn't love a lighthouse, who doesn't? Who doesn't? right? Uh, like oh, um, A small town by the water. I liked some of the elements of this movie, but what was very great thing to me was the presence of one Chelsea Hobbs. I understand <sighs> that she was supposed to be like an irritating person yeah. because she's, you know, city city mom going through <laughs> this problem with her teenager who was also a little annoying. Uh-huh. So I mean to begin with, they set it up for her to be that way. Yeah. It was it was like a, a holiday inspired movie where she wants to bond with her son so mm. she books a lighthouse and you're supposed to decorate the lighthouse. Whoever stays in the lighthouse is supposed to decorate for Christmas, which sounds like a really stupid gimmick that only yeah. Hallmark can come up with. It's like <laughs> Steven Hussar doesn't like Christmas, so he lets the guests Grinch. you know, yeah. the bnb guests do it. And and of course they start Imbibing the Christmas spirit, and she starts to soften up, and the teenage son starts to, you know, fall get in love. In. yeah, fall in love. That's fine. It's fine. Mm. It's fine. Is it fine? No, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I honestly fell asleep, which was so disappointing because I was, I was thinking, you know, is this is this gonna be Steven Azar's Chandler Massey turnaround?
0: No. It wasn't. It wasn't. No. He looks good. He does. He does. He does. Yeah. I mean, Shinkai, I, I don't know if you watch all these reality shows, but I do. And there's one called Selling the OC. And it's a spinoff of Selling Sunset Real Estate in LA. And in one of in Selling the OC, there's a lead girl named Alex Hall. They, you have to call her Alex Hall because there are like seven Alex characters in this one series. <laughs> okay. Chelsea Hobbs gave me Alex Hall vibes. I don't know why. I think it's like you know, slightly booby, like you know, reddish head, like you know, like that look, Southern California mom. Even if this girl is like what I don't know, East Coast, whatever. Steven Azar and my love for his dead eyes and that buzz <laughs> cut could not save the movie. And this is again judging on a curve. Am I angry? No. Am I mm-hmm. irritated? Yes. And yeah. what a waste because I think the Emily Ullerup yeah. um, oh love, uh, <gasps> the, the halo effect had really rubbed off on Stephen Hazar that we had kind of welcomed him into our lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I what actually camp? wrote
1: in my notes that maybe Why this could it? have been served, by, served better by Emily. Exactly.
0: Yeah. And I think be- we needed that halo effect because without her, He's back to that again. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sorry, Stephen. I really do. I I liked his eyes. You know what?
1: The way they played out the scenes in this movie felt very old Hallmark. Yes. yes, There's a very distinct line between today's more progressive movies and like the Summer Villa era. Oh, Yeah. And the kiss was so bad, Patty. This was like two heads coming together and not moving. Yeah, no, so that's why uh, it felt very regressive to me.
0: It was especially because we just watched Christmas Island, which is literally on an island, and we saw Andrew Walker kiss someone in a fucking lighthouse too. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. hi guys, you're literally just lifting this thing scene per scene. Small town, whatever. Except the least charismatic Leads Ever So
1: this feels like a Hallmark B movie
0: Yeah In the grand scheme of Christmas movies this year Of course if you compare this to maybe like I don't know Movies from 2020 Which I'm now re-watching Because thank you Chingai, for refreshing my, um, <laughs> my files But it's the first movie We had to watch four We're gonna watch eight this week I mean You know I was just like I wasn't angry I'm just disappointed That's yeah. all it, okay. it could have been more could have been more speaking of <laughs> moving on to miracles of christmas entry into uh, this week's set we have um a world record christmas starring nikita loach and lucas bryant and is Dalman. charlie is an autistic boy determined to set a guinness world record by stacking 1400 shenga blocks his mother marissa and stepfather eric encourage him to reach for his dreams And they all celebrate when he gets the good news that he'll have a chance on Christmas Eve. In the spirit of the holiday, they they organize a fundraiser giving the townspeople an opportunity to donate and decorate a Jenga block, with the proceeds going to benefit kids with autism. Charlie's journey to setting the Jenga world record gives them all the chance to learn more, Not just about themselves, but about what the family really means. (laughs) I guess Nikki Deloach is now our staple go-to for, um, what do you call this? Couples in trouble. (laughs) We had Cranberry Christmas, Benjamin Ayers a couple years back, where it was, you know, couple in trouble. And -hmm. now we have her with Lucas Bryan, couple in trouble. But you know what? I'll take it. Nikki Deloach can sell me anything. I really do like her. I am excited for a Nikki Deloach, um, Andrew... Walker couple in trouble movie because you know it's it's coming um, mm-hmm. in the same way where I stodgily recommend movies to Chingai aka Dead Eyes and Holiday for Heroes with Laura Osnes <laughs> I also recommended the first time for X to come home this Christmas with Lucas Bryant and would you believe um, who's the third girl in uh, what do you call this the third girl in the Wedding Veil movies the one we don't like yes <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes the one in the radio Christmas movie yes so that girl I didn't girl. like her
0: then I didn't like her here but I like Lucas Bryan. so here I am again so I consider I literally named this guy Dead I Senior <laughs> <laughs> so it is a meeting of father and son um, this week and Dead Eyes Jr., aka Lucas Bryant. I don't know why I have a soft spot for him. Oh wait, I know. He's tall. He's so tall. He's really. Was he
1: the one in the movie? Like they were in a ski lodge and he was wearing that apron. Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I am such a fucking sucker. So anyway, I between Shingai and myself, I enjoyed this movie because autism. And, you know, again, here we are with Hallmark trying to represent different models of families. We have a stepfather here. I actually kind of cried because this autism kid, I I don't know if he actually has autism, but he was quite good and effective at it. And, you know, showing him deal with emotions, showing him figure out how to make friends, how to fall in love with this girl, how to deal with rejection. And also the girl kind of did reject him in the end. Mm, Girl just wanted that Jenga um, world record. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Showing how, you know, families that are blended kind of deal and having to deal with a not really a deadbeat dad, um, but having Nikita Loach deal with those emotions of like having, you know, a guy she fell in love with, but they haven't been able to maintain the relationship. I'm glad we got these kinds of movies. And do I wish Nikita Loach gets something else? For sure. I'm sure there's someone else that can deal with this kind of topic. But you know what? They give them to her. So let's go. I did cry in the end when he tells Lucas Bryant that he can sit in the chair because he's the dad. And that's huge. That shit's huge. So Dead Eye Senior got me (laughs) once again in the end. It's not easy to be a stepfather, and it's—I mean, speaking as a stepfather <laughs> from a, from my extensive experience as a stepfather, I can say it's not easy. And so, I, I, I appreciated it. It's—it won't be something I rewatch, that's for sure. But I enjoyed it while I was watching it, and I'm like, God damn it, Nikki DeLoach, you got me again. You got me again, girl. I really like her.
1: Yeah, Nikki DeLoach is. You know what? There's a reason why they give her these movies. It's because yeah. she can handle them. She, she can handle can. the all oh, the depth of emotion, the complexity is. of these movies. Uh, to me, this felt more like a kids movie yeah. than a Hallmark movie, and that's why I wasn't fully invested it. in it Fair also enough. lucas bryant has never done it for me i know as dead eyes senior, <laughs> senior so but i i must say that he was i think he he's better he's a better fit for movies where they're already coupled up rather yeah. than um i don't know is it because he's mature or something yes, yes. yeah because because like i Like, I can't picture him in in those cutesy movies anymore. Andrew Walker can still do it. Tyler Hines can still do it. Lucas Bryant, not so much. So, yeah, I think he's perfect as a stepdad. Did I really care about this? No. Not that I don't care about autism. Autism. (laughs) (laughs) I love the caveat. I'm a good person. (laughs) Disclaimer. (laughs) Disclaimer. I like the I like the range that Miracles of Christmas is showing us Mm. they're really like they're really moving in different (laughs) different arenas here and that's what I appreciate I mean we we need one of these movies I think I didn't particularly you know love it but I didn't hate it either and I think it's it's a necessary movie we always need one of these in the lineup and you know, it was it was inventive. Was it based on a true story? I'm not sure, but you know, the Jenga, the Guinness Book of World Records, was the Guinness Book of yes. World Records lady, the girl yes. with the she cave, right?
0: Um, yes, the girl with the, the she cave. The sister in Unexpected Christmas. Yes, and I got the confirmation because as I was in Bangkok just a couple days back, um, I, I came home one evening, and my aunt and uncle are watching Unexpected Christmas. What? I'm like, what? We have, I mean, they have cable in the U.S. Whatever, but. No, they were it was an HBO family and it was unexpected Christmas. And oh, I guess, I guess they're, syndic- they're they're syndicating and then I saw Guinness Book World mm-hmm. League Record Lady. I'm like, yes, it's lesbian sister. <laughs> when we're back, we have two more movies and these ones aren't terrible either. <laughs> <laughs> when we're back on Bud Vegas and Allmark.
1: Back at But Make It Hallmark with this week's nicer movies, <laughs> we have two left to talk about, and I'm just gonna get into a Merry Scottish Christmas starring Lacey Chabert and of course Scott Wolf. Because it's a merry Scottish Christmas. (laughs) When estranged siblings Lindsay and Brad Morgan travel to Scotland at Christmas to reunite with their mother, Jo, a big family secret is revealed. That's one
0: way to slay a Christmas song. This brother-sister reunion will unwrap a family secret of royal proportions. Mom, are you a
1: duchess? Well, I suppose it's time you learned the truth. I feel like I am in the middle of some fairy tale. There's something about this place. This is the best Christmas I've had in a long time. Scotland forever! Scotland is close to my heart as a Filipino. (laughs) (laughs) I, I... celebrated my 40th birthday in Edinburgh with Patty. And so I was so excited when this came up on the lineup. I was excited and also very scared Mm. because I didn't watch Party of Five, but I knew that Lacey and Scott Wolf were siblings in that that TV show. But, you know, it's good that they made them siblings again because it would have been really, really weird for Mm -hmm. them to... (laughs) To play love interests here. Um, you know, you you're gonna get a lacy movie, you're gonna expect some you're off the shoulders. It twice. <laughs> you're gonna get <laughs> you expect some off-the-shoulder <laughs> tops and beautiful <laughs> coats. <laughs> I mean, let's talk about the important stuff, right? This, so yes, yes. yeah. Um, this is this, is, I guess, was made out to be this week's like stellar movie, just because we get lacy and we get. Scott Wolf, who's I guess like I guess. Hollywood
0: legend.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. uh. Uh, yeah, as far as the nineties go. So this was kind of one of those prestige movies. I think they were building it up to be one of those. And yeah, I mean, Hallmark loves a destination movie. You said, Patty, they have fascination with foreign lands, TM. And this is yet another one of them. And we get a castle. Mm. It's lovely. I love Scotland. Scottish accents are my absolute favorite. And so I was very, very... uh, Enthralled by all the accents in this movie, the mom was like the main character, I guess, yeah. of the movie. Because like there wouldn't be a movie without the her Duchess. and her um, hiding from her kids that she's an actual duchess and she wants to pass down the title and that's not how titles work, I went on the the Hallmark subreddit and there was this very long discussion about how stupid the plotline of this movie was because yeah, that's not how royalty and titles work but you know, we're in some alternate universe here. She wants to pass the title down, who's gonna get it, who's gonna take the castle Scott Wolf and his wife with a very big hair are having trouble. <laughs> Couple <laughs> trouble. <laughs> Lacey and her brother are estranged. Yeah. That, that was interesting, I think. Yeah. And then of course she needs to meet someone. She of needs course. to meet a spot. Yeah. I, I liked him, yeah. but he wasn't like he wasn't serving.
0: Yeah. You know? He's not I giving. Guess,
1: the season ain't given yeah yeah he was a side character because the main star of the show is Lacey and her brother so you know the love thing they, they just had to put it there my favorite thing here we go my second my second favorite I almost forgot my second favorite thing about this
0: movie <gasps> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Um, you guys, we're using an app um, <laughs> that we're paying for, so we're not going to name it. But a bunch of balloons just flew through Chingai's screen as if it was her birthday. What did I say? What did you say? And I, I, I'm supposing this app is
1: excited about what I'm about to say. I guess so. I'm about to say. Okay, I guess okay so. My, my top two things about this movie are uh, the tour guide of the castle who kind of fills in that Jack Black but make it Scottish. <laughs> um, that magician from yeah, yeah, yeah. Christmas House. Yep. you know, vibe, the vibe. Comic relief. Jack Black-ish <laughs> but make it Scottish. I like that. Um, he was my second favorite. My top favorite thing about this movie and I think the thing that everyone else is going to take away from this movie <laughs> is a cameo by none other than Will Kemp. <laughs> Played the brother of Lacey Shaber's Scottish love interest. Uh, they, they had a dance off. What just had an actual <laughs> dance off where Will Kemp just parades around in a kilt Ooh. and does this absolutely um, <laughs> manic. Oh! <Slabbergasting manic. laughs> What was he on? But he, he sweeps lazy off her feet, literally. Uh-huh. They're dancing. And I don't know, it's because he, he lacked facial hair. Yeah. So I was like, is, is this, this Will Kemp? It's gotta what? be Will Kemp, because they're not gonna give this this side character's s- other <laughs> side character uh, this much time on screen if he wasn't important. And I had to, I looked on IMDb, it's not in Will Kemp's filmography, Interesting. But I'm like, it has to be him, right? So I I I had to message Patty. I'm like, Am I am I am I seeing things? Is this Wilka? It is Wilka. Officially. And he literally stole the show, and I think Hallmark knew what it was doing. Mm. I think they recognized how a Merry Scottish Christmas was just kind of mid and they needed uh, something to bring it up in terms of yes, in terms of prestige. (sighs) What else do i have to say scott wolf had a very odd tan in this movie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the makeup department I'm like what what is happening he just seemed a little orange compared to everybody else and like you don't need a tan because you're in the scottish highlands but everyone's supposed to be a little pale i guess but ah. i don't know that was very that that just like put me off um yeah there we are and then, of course, in the end, it's like, do I move back to California or or do I take on the Princess Diaries title? Yeah, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was actually like, oh, wow, they're making her go to the airport. She's on the car. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, she turns it back. I would do the same move, obviously, but I wouldn't actually leave. I would just stay, right? But also, kissing your new boyfriend in front of your whole family is really, is something, is <laughs> always something that I'm not sure... I will ever be like, yeah, girl, go do it. <laughs> um, Chingai, I don't know if you know um, Pennsylvania Senator um, John Fetterman. <laughs> this is going somewhere, I promise. I, I know his name. Okay, so you've seen John Fetterman. I don't know if you've ever seen his wife, Giselle. No. <laughs> okay, the whole movie. Okay, I, I looked her up. She does not look like who I thought she looked like, but in my head. <laughs> Scott Wolf's wife who has a, you know, they have marital issues here, or, you know, whatever, love is gone, blah, blah, blah. She reminded me of, jo- of Giselle Sellerman. and it's because of the hair. So it's like, yeah. this you know, really nice, wild, wavy. And she's apparently yeah. like, either an Irish actress or a Scottish actress, whatever. Oh, um, Interesting. So this movie just felt like a little undercooked to me. In an okay way I wasn't angry Again, it's a destination It's a foreign land We are always fascinated by them The accents were great Will Kemp stole the show Giselle Fatterman was there too <laughs> For some reason The senator's wife Yeah, and uh, honestly With all the previews I really, really thought that Scott and Lacey were gonna be the couple And that really freaked me out Because I did watch Party of Five And I remember Lacey as a seven-year-old And Scott as her older brother And that's always I was like This is gonna be fucked This is gonna be fucked up This is gonna be fucked <laughs> up It wasn't their brother and sister So in a way Cute to do that callback to the 90s And have that there Lacey never disappoints in her off-the-shoulder wear um, <laughs> But yeah, I- I've seen better And I mean, we love a castle, but, 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 but. It just was, it, it didn't give enough. And yet mm. it was the third best movie of the week. So that says something, you know? I have a suggestion. Okay. How to make this better
1: is to make it a Merry Scottish German Christmas <laughs> and bring Lucas from Heidelberg holiday yeah. into the mix. I mean, they're all in Europe anyway. Yeah. Well, Europe, UK. And what? So why not, you know? Like throw in, make, make, yeah, yeah, make it the, a love
0: triangle. Yeah, then then that would be something. A little more tension, because mm-hmm. this guy he's super adorable and lovely. What a great accent, but just like he was very just mid, there. very yeah. mid, you know. And yeah. I didn't feel tension. Yeah, yeah, she didn't want to stay. He's amazing with Shetland ponies. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah she needed some tension apart from because clearly the Duchess thing was always going to be a given and yeah will Kemp stole the show i think just like andrew he gained weight which is good because he was very gaunt as well in christmas COVID really did a COVID, number and everyone Covid did a number on everyone everybody's <laughs> eating again which is wonderful body positivity yeah. here but yeah will Kemp stole it and i'm like why make will camp her future brother-in-law when he could have also been the guy. They, they he, just don't want to give us what we want. They they, they're teasing us. They're yeah. teasing us. I see what you're doing, Hallmark. Mm-hmm. Anyway, whatevs. Interesting enough. But we'll finally move on to our last <laughs> movie of this episode. Um, uh, we're back to Countdown to Christmas again. And uh, it's called Holiday Hotline, starring Emily Tennant and... Niall Mater. After leaving London, Abby connects with an anonymous caller while working at a cooking hotline. The caller is single dad john in quote in quotes i don't know why who abby unknowingly has become smitten with in real life holiday hotline let's talk turkey love i have a 20 pound turkey and it's frozen solid i can help you just have to trust me he's on the
1: line and really love it if you could come over
0: i will preface holiday this hotline. by saying hall- that as i was watching it i thought this was going to join the all-time greats of hall- hallmark movies that i love and it made me sad when Chingai said, it's not doing it. I'm for me. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. This is good. But this is good. is good. Tension we is good. Tension is good. We have so lots of stuff to talk about. We here. have differing opinions. I yes. like it. Um we are not a monolith. Anyway, this is definitely the you've got male but make it Hallmark trope of the Hallmark cinematic universe. We are getting enemies to lovers. We are getting secret identities. We are we are really getting, you know. We are getting it all. And I really liked it. I felt like this lead girl was like Naomi Watts, but make it Hallmark. She made me want to go run out and buy some red lipstick, but I am yellow as hell. And so I don't (laughs) know if that's going to look as good as me, Um, but she looks so cute. And Abby and Peggy, um, the American, just really did it for me. I thought the backstory of her having this fraught relationship with the chef and having to go to America to nurse her wounds and having Niall Mater, Niall Mater who has uh, always won me in a Christmas sweater and has now won me again as an architect once again. Hasn't he played an architect before? But anyway, he looks good as an architect. And having him... Right! Right? Wasn't it, yeah, in he was Christmas, an architect in Christmas right, sweater, Exactly. Yeah. So you know what? <laughs> once we find what works, you know what we should do? Niall Mater... As an architect married to Nikki Deloach as a mom. <laughs> I'm <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding, Hallmark. No, no, no. I liked it. I think my favorite, favorite bit about this movie, apart from the fact that it's You've Got Mail But Make It Hallmark, which I thought would be enough, but I think it's set the bar too high for Chingai, and she will tell us later, is that the way they did the enemies to lovers, two parallel love stories, but also how they presented the calls because they're going to be in a lot of calls here. And it did remind me of deliver by Christmas where a lot sexier calls between, um, I can never say his name, Ian Bailey, Ian Bailey <laughs> and, um, Alvina August. It was very sexy vibes on those phone calls here. It was more like vulnerable and peppy. But what they did is they made it look like a play because they would put both of them in the same room, interacting moving through the scene with each other. It felt like a one-act play, and I really like that. It really did it for me. I like how they got vulnerable as Peggy and John um, in the calls with her American accent and switching into, ooh, I'm, I'm flirting with this British um, girl, Abby, and John in real life. And the moment the reveal was revealed of, shit, this is John, shit, this is John, this is, John, this is Jack, her face, I thought... Um, really did it justice. And it was just so good. Like, Niall has really matured in my eyes. And <laughs> uh, an esteemed character. He he did the single dad can't cook thing really well. His daughter was not annoying. Um, his brother was cute. They're always trying to set him up. I really like the older lady who got Abby into the holiday hotline and her um, old-fashioned Christmas ornament. Like, just very cutesy stuff I, I think or at least I I I see why this could be disappointing but for me I just really like I really enjoyed their conversations this is authentic conversations mm-hmm. DM all over but then I'm now realizing all the blocks were stacked against it because these are all Chingay's favorite tropes uh-huh. and I'm assuming <laughs> it just didn't hit those marks for her but for me this was I think this is definitely going to enter one of my top top of the season, and potentially of all time. Of all I mean, time. Be- Just because of that, one, the way they did the conversations on the on the phone and how they presented these authentic conversations, the way they would interact through the scene of almost quite touching, but not because obviously they're on the call. And I will just call out that one dance break they did in the middle to an NSYNC holiday song was a bit jarring, because it's not my favorite sync holiday song. Yeah. There's so many in that album that are so much uh, this better. Was pro- this probably cost them less. Exactly.
1: <laughs> than the, the other song that exactly. we thinking this about. Was, this
0: was the budget um, from that mm-hmm. from um, Home for Christmas, and Sync. But I thought it was so cute when they did that dance break. Um, a bit misplaced, but I'll take it. Um, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was delightful for me. This was delightful. And I mean, considering the last three we watched, I was just like, fuck, yes, but I see how it could be disappointing for someone that loves all these tropes. These are not my favorite tropes, but they really work for me.
1: These are my favorite tropes. <laughs> and so honestly, I don't know what was wrong with me. That's that was my message to Patty. What's wrong with me? Nothing. Why didn't I like You're it? you I, <laughs> I just feel like I wasn't in the mood, and I'm always in the mood for these tropes, but. I don't know why I like Nile. I like Emily Tennant. I like this. I thought it was so smart how they did that—that that, um, the call scenes, mm. having them in the same frame, and you know, interacting but not interacting, because that—that really uh, sums up the tension. Yeah, you know, without it's it, it's showing but not yep. telling. So it was it was so smart how they did it, and this is why I'm just questioning myself. Like, what happened? Like, why am I not? More invested. like everything was good about this movie. She was peppy, but not annoying. yeah. and then he he's like, Niall has brings a different energy into the Hallmark cinematic universe. Like he's not quite Tyler, but I feel like they're no. kind of in the same, yes, in the, the same, same category both. Both. They, they can do comedy in the same yeah. way but Niall brings something else I don't know I have to think about this a little bit more and kind of define <laughs> who
0: he is, is. <laughs> this is high praise for him but I feel like he does more like elder statesman relative to Tyler Tyler's still a bit youngish mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. and this one would be more like less playful I mean still playful but more mature mature okay. audiences okay. I think yeah. I think this is so. This
1: is so weird, Pat. Because like, I love you've got mail. I know. I, I think that's I love why architecture. I, mean, I it's love all. it's everything, and yet um, I love phone calls. Mm-hmm. I just kept comparing it to Deliver by Christmas. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and if- I don't know is that is that why it fell short for me? Because Deliver by Christmas just set the bar super high. I think Delivered by
0: Christmas did a very sexy take on all this. And This um, is very wholesome. This is Holiday Hawker was very wholesome. Very, very wholesome. I have to give props to the kid because I think
1: she she was like she was my ideal kid for Hallmark <laughs> movies. seen can't but they not heard? All be, can't they all be <laughs> like her? Like not annoying, you know, and
0: cute and <laughs> <laughs> she's like max she joins the yes Project she christmas does Mac-ish max genre yeah, she does child.
1: she does um i don't know i i don't know if i like abigail the older woman or not mm. but but she's very she's a very hallmark character yeah, 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 in yeah. that you know she she brings the christmas spirit she's a little kooky <sighs> older woman
0: ah, i I I did you like the boss in the holiday hotline that kept saying the lovebirds, John and Peggy. Um, like he he was also one of those Hallmark
1: staples yeah. that like you wouldn't see in any other movie. But I I wasn't mad at him. Yeah. Like I understood why he was there. Yeah.
0: So again, but what, Chingai? I really just think it's a it's a case of expectations were too high because it had all the ingredients okay, that okay, you like: okay. authentic conversations, architecture, and enemies to lovers. Slash, here we go. Secret dating, right? It's it's the you've got mail. You've got mail is your number one, and so I see how this could fall so short given the expectations were so high.
1: Bottled with love, exactly. Did it for me. Delivered by Christmas. Did it to me. This to me felt like. Like, someone typed in all these tropes that I love yeah. and and gave it to, to AI <laughs> to, to, to make a movie. And and so it holiday just, hotline I- to me is like this the AI generated Hallmark movie of the season.
0: I mean I consider that a uh, a compliment Because I enjoyed it I really yeah. did I, yeah. Which you know what Chingai, I like that we are Experiencing these tensions But <laughs> there's no tension uh, Between us Because we don't have to Like the same movies No and, and we bring
1: uh, Different points of view Like yeah. people in
0: our People in the comments
1: On the socials Like they sometimes Disagree with us And I appreciate that Because you know
0: we want to know <laughs> what everyone else, else thinks. That's the beauty of, I guess, the HCU is that there is literally something for everyone. Mm-hmm. And this, I mean, so at the every every end of the season, Shinkai and I rate our movies, right? We rank both of them yeah. and then we do a blended ranking. And obviously, I know this is going to rate high on my list. Yeah. And this one probably won't figure in Shinkai's. I don't know. We'll see the rest of the movies. We'll see. We'll see. But I don't know. I, I really enjoyed it. And, I, and if not for that... Um, how do I call this? Is it like a well, storytelling device mm-hmm. of having them in the same room? I probably wouldn't have uh, appreciated it as much. So I think we have the director, and maybe yeah, the, th- the, the scriptwriter to thank for this. And we did look him up, right? I think I think we looked this up because I was so in love with the movie that I looked up who directed it. And it is directed by a guy named Mark. Jean, or maybe he's Canadian, so it's Mark John. <laughs> I don't know. But he has also directed other movies in the HCU that I liked and that I didn't like, so it is a hit and miss. Um, but it would include Baker's Son, The Last Bridesmaid. So this guy has done um, Eight eight Gifts of Hanukkah, Love Lights mm-hmm. Hanukkah. He's done a bunch of some of my favorite oh, Kiss at Christmas, but yeah, he's also... A, A lot, lot of those have stuff. made it to our top list. Exactly. Yeah. And so I'm hopeful, I'm hopeful that this will go into our top list. But who mm-hmm. knows what the rest of the season will bring. So when we are back, I hope we don't disappoint with our, <laughs> the way this has disappointed Chingai with our uh, favorite segment of the episode, <laughs> Merry Kill Christmas Edition. When we're back on But Make It Hallmark.
1: Back for every But Make It Hallmark episode's best part. (laughs) Merry kill. We're going to start off, as always, with our kill for the season. uh, For the season, for the week. (laughs) It feels like a kill for the season for me because I really wanted to kill this lady. I wanted to kill Chelsea Hobbs from Navigating Christmas. She's just so annoying. I hated her ass
0: are you killing the same one (laughs) i'm killing her too no she was just really like can you please shut the fuck up yeah i get that they were trying to i mean she was going through a lot let's be fair (laughs) i just i couldn't deal and i felt like emily allura really could have done a better job with stephen azar
1: you know how annoyed i was with her like i i actually considered her ex-husband as a fuck (gasps) or a mary (gasps) because i i think like him. He's so tall. <laughs> I'm
0: just going to do it to spite her. As you should. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fair. We we knew that was going to be an easy kill. Shinkai, who are you fucking? I'm fucking Will Kemp. He was only he was
1: there for less than 5 minutes, but the, yeah. the best 5 minutes of the film. Kill. Come on.
0: <laughs> How can you not? Um this is not a surprise I am doing a threesome with dead eyes junior and senior (laughs) I really like you I I can imagine you like like your fuck will have the background music like Evanescence bring me (laughs) back to life (laughs) But also, these are two incredibly tall men, and I am only 154 cm. So it'll be fun. It should be fun. Let's do this. Uh, Lucas Bryant and Stephen Hazar, also known as Dead Eyes Jr. and Sr., <laughs> let's go. I really like them. I don't know why. <laughs> I think Thank I know you. why, Patty. Why? Because I'm
1: going to marry Stephen Hazar. <laughs> The buzz cut
0: did you The
1: buzz cut fucking did It really did I'm a Harry Styles fan Through and through And if The only buzz cut Buzz cutted guy I can get Is Stephen Hussar (laughs) And not Harry
0: Styles Then (laughs) (laughs) Don't settle girl (laughs) Oh wow It's such a crazy week huh Mm -hmm. Um, Well we know I'm marrying Niall Mater Mm -hmm. We know this have you always married him? No. You know what? I wasn't such a fan before. I think after Never Kiss a Guy in a Christmas Sweater, he kind of turned it around for yeah. me. I've seen some of his other movies where he's like, a, I don't know, hockey player. The hockey, or, yeah. That's yeah. the one I
1: remember. Yeah.
0: Um, I, I I liked him in the one where he was dancing, also directed by Mark Sean, although not such a great movie. Yeah. Um, so you know what this guy so it's not a law it's not a law just yet wherein if he appears I marry him but here he made the effort you know he tried to really <laughs> cook those damn turkeys mm-hmm. and he made it work and the, ah, it was cute it was cute ah, instant family for Patty <laughs> <laughs> the girl the, the daughter wasn't bad and thus I, I don't mind being a stepmother to uh, this child mm-hmm. um, but let's see who knows maybe she'll act out the mom died, no, in that Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah, I think so. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why he's trying to move on. Anyway, we're moving on. Um, <laughs> this was a. I, I have high hopes for um, Thanksgiving week, so it's gonna be a, a, a heavy, heavy double episode. When you guys hear us, we gotta prepare ourselves for that. Um, but we'll be back. Uh, if you are not following on us on our socials, we are at but make it hallmark on Instagram and at make it hallmark on Twitter. Like, subscribe, share with a friend. Come struggle with us through these holiday (laughs) movies. Are we halfway there? I don't know. Just oh my god, we're just one month in. Fuck. Okay. Well. Yeah,
1: I think we're halfway. We're halfway
0: um, there because it's November twenty fourth as we record this. So almost. Okay. Almost Almost there. Uh, Mm -hmm. We'll see you guys on the flip side. Thanks, Chengai, and thanks everyone. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas.